Hello, I'm Afia Salter, and I'm here to help ambitious women just like you learn how to unapologetically manifest an extraordinary life. Whether that's finally finding and living your soul's purpose, building the business of your dreams, or kicking it back with a cocktail, margarita for me, you best believe I'm right there alongside you, strapping in for the ride. Okay, gorgeous. Ready to dive in? Let's do it. What's up, that stuff? And welcome back to another episode of the Manifest Edit Podcast. If it's your first time here, welcome. It is so good to have you here. And remember to hit the subscribe button so you get updated on future episodes. And if you are a returning listener, I appreciate you and welcome back. I hope your side of the pillow is always perfectly cool. In this week's episode of the Manifest Edit Podcast, I am going to be sharing how to reconnect with your inner strength. I think this is something so important because we are not always going to feel like, regardless of whether we actually are, we're not always going to feel like we are standing fully in our power. There may be challenging situations, people, even tests, although I don't love to use that word, tests that come up. And it's really a testament of how you can lean into your strength and also come out on the other side. One of the things that really started my whole journey with manifestation and mindset work was my own journey with reconnecting with my inner strength. I had just gone back to university to study my master's, so this was about six months after I'd finished my undergrad, got the got the certificate, wore the hat, did the whole thing in stilettos, my dad, in five-inch stilettos, and I always look back at those photos, and I'm like, girl, you could have broke a leg, but it's fine. <laughs> my sister too like I'm just a stiletto girl okay I'm a stiletto girl but I did the thing I went to uni I got my degrees and the last year that I spent in Scotland was a really challenging time for me where I was reckoning with a lot internally and kind of discovering who I was outside of academia outside of achieving academically who am I and what do I actually want for myself and I was actually talking about this on a podcast interview that I did this morning with Candy Washington and talking about really allowing yourself the permission and space to discover who you truly are and for me reconnecting with my inner strength is always about a deep understanding and a knowing that there is strength to begin with So wherever you're at right now, whether you're feeling on top of your game or you're feeling lower than low and you're wondering what's coming next, the first place to start is knowing that you have a strength. You have an innate strength that is deep within you that has always been there, that has grown throughout how many ever years that you've spent on this planet. And even if you don't feel strong right now, this is just a moment of dormancy and it's not going to last forever. So when I was on my own journey of reconnecting with my inner strength, I really had to go within rather than trying to distract myself with loads of noise and not actually listen and get to know myself on a deeper level. I had to do the uncomfortable thing. And at that point, the uncomfortable thing was going within and being honest with myself that I was not happy and more than just not being happy, I was actually severely depressed and anxious. I knew for some time that I wanted to get some extra support in the form of therapy, but it was really challenging because the 
national health service. So that's the free healthcare system that we have in Scotland, which is incredible that we have access to free healthcare. But it's also a challenge because the resources, especially, you know, this was even seven years ago. So I imagine now it's, it's much worse. The resources are absolutely stretched to the limit. And although you can get something for free, you may be waiting quite a while to actually have that. So I knew within myself that I wanted to be in therapy, I wanted to be talking to someone, that the way I was feeling um, about myself was not good. And unfortunately, although I was going to the doctors and saying that and asking for a referral, they could not give that to me. And so what actually ended up happening was I was falling behind. I'd gotten to a point where I was falling behind at university, which is very unlike me. It's like studying is just is something that I've always been very good at. Uni and school, I've just always been very good at it. So it was very strange for me to suddenly stop showing up to all my classes, not really caring about assignments. And one of my tutors at the time had reached out to me because he'd noticed that I'd stopped showing up to things and was kind of falling behind. And also that because I'd done my undergrad, I'd been in many of his classes for undergrad, he knew that this wasn't like me. And I told one of my friends at the time, and he had suggested to just be honest with with my tutor and let him know what I was feeling. So I sent this email to my tutor. I was like, I'm so depressed right now. I'm really struggling to get out of bed. Never mind, make it to the classes. And yeah, I just really don't know how to get back on track with things because that's the thing as well. Is like when you fall behind, it you just build it up in your head to be so much to even get back on track. You can't even think of like doing just one small action. The whole mountain of everything that you've fallen behind on, it feels like exactly that. It feels like a mountain. So I was at this place where I was staring down the mountain. I'm like, I don't even know. I've missed so much of it now. I don't know how to get back into it. I don't actually even think I've spoken about this on, on the podcast before, that this this was a period of my degree. But yeah, I remember this this period of time so clearly because it was one of the worst periods of my life. And so I sent this email to my tutor and he came back to me and he was extremely understanding and he suggested that him and I went for a meeting and we could talk about how to get me back on track with things, how not to feel overwhelmed. And he helped me get an extension for a project that I was working on. And in my meeting with him, I essentially told him that I'd been really struggling and that I tried going to the doctors to get support. I couldn't do it. I tried going through the uni because the university has services as well. And he basically was, he was just so incredible and really understanding. And he, he said that he was going to help me, help me get back on track. So he did with the extension, but he also got in touch directly with the university counseling services. And he got me into the services through his referral, I guess, and somehow managed to squeeze me in. So the good thing about the university counseling services was it helped me get back on track with my studies, but it was not actual therapy which is what I felt like I needed so although it's helping me make a study plan and break down my studies into manageable pieces I was still dealing with the emotions and feelings and the just the crippling depression so fast forward a couple of months and I did get into therapy and this was through the support of one of my friends. Maybe you're seeing a theme here, but the support of people is important. And this is through the support of one of my friends, he came to the doctor with me because I'd already gone 
maybe I want to say two or three times and said that I was really struggling and they basically said they couldn't help me. So I was reluctant and hesitant to go back again when I felt like I was just being rebuffed every time that I went. So my friend said that he would come with me to the doctors and just to, he wasn't going to say anything. He was just going to be there so that I felt less anxious to share what I was going through. So anyway, I got there. I kind of went through my whole situation and the same thing came up the doctor was like I'm sorry you know we can't really get anyone in that minute and then my friend interjected and basically spoke on my behalf he's like I don't think you really understand the extent of this how bad this is how really depressed she is she needs to see someone like yesterday and this is just not good enough and basically from that the next week I had a referral to get into therapy And so therapy was not all I had hoped and dreamed and imagined because my therapist and I, we didn't really gel, we didn't connect um, on the level that I think you need to connect with someone that you're going to be sharing the most intimate, vulnerable parts of you with. But for me, that was a catalyst. Hey gorgeous, it's me interrupting me to let you know that my one-on-one coaching program, The Manifest Edit Mentorship, is currently accepting new clients. The Manifest Edit Mentorship is currently the only way to work with me one-on-one and over the course of our six months working together, we work together to create a safe environment for you to completely up-level your life. Because to create your extraordinary life, you need to start showing up as an extraordinary person. Through this work, you'll be guided to connect with your higher self to not only create your extraordinary future, but to recognize how incredible you already are. The truth is a lot of people have dreams, but the fraction of people that manifest those into reality are so few because tomorrow never comes, next year never comes, and someday remains a fucking dream. If you're finally ready to stop sleeping on your brilliance and are willing to take the action required to build the life of your dreams, then this is the program for you. Because throughout our time together, you'll learn to stop performing and start embodying this next level version of your life through the deep work that involves peeling back the layers of your limiting beliefs, past stories to step into who you truly are. You can learn more and apply for the Manifest Edit Mentorship by heading to the link in the show notes. And I can't wait to see you inside. Okay, now back to the episode. So going within really led me to, to, to getting the support that I needed because I knew from the place where I was at, I couldn't do it alone. So point number two is really surround yourself with those people who are going to uplift you and be in your corner. I know not everybody necessarily has the family members where that's possible and if that's your scenario right now that's okay too. I am someone who does not have the luxury of being able to rely on my parents for advice as I was orphaned at 14 but I do go to my sister for advice especially now I go to my sister for advice quite regularly. We're on the same wavelength, we're both very spiritual people and I can just trust her to give me really good advice but I also speak with my coaches and you know therapy is something that I would do again in the future um but being well second (laughs) but firstly it would be going private healthcare here in Australia and they don't do like fully subsidized I think you get like I think actually you get like 10 fully subsidized sessions a year but 10 is not very much if you're going to therapy every week so it's those 10 free sessions and then after that I think it's like $250 so it's not cheap but then again you can't put a price on your well-being so 
well, I, I say that, but I know that for some people it is out of reach and, and that is the sad thing is that for a lot of people, 10 isn't going to be enough and they're not going to have the, the luxury of being able to afford more. I'm in a position where I could afford more. So I think therapy is a really great thing if you are working with someone where you have a good relationship with one another. Finding your inner strength requires you to be around people who are going to support you and uplift you. But supporting and uplifting doesn't always mean that they're just going to be yes people, that they're going to agree with everything that you say, that they're not going to call you out. Uh, I think surrounding yourself with people who uplift you is people who are truly going to be honest with you, even if it's not exactly what you want to hear. But of course, done in a loving way, this is not the same as having people in your life who are just absolute haters, which I do not subscribe to at all and have unfortunately had to deal with in the past. A third thing on reconnecting with your inner strength is remind yourself and lean into what actually gives you strength. This was another thing I was speaking about on the podcast interview today when she asked me, you know, what do you do if you're having a shitty day? I mean, she didn't use those exact words, but that's what she meant. What do you do if you're having a shitty day? You're feeling off. You're not feeling like yourself. And for me, I have to lean into what gives me strength. What gives me strength is moving my body. So going to the gym, Pilates or one of my classes. It is connecting outside like with nature it is traveling is spending time with my friends and when you are caught up in the moment and particularly if it's not just feelings of ambivalence but it's actual feelings of depression it's it's hard to describe to someone who hasn't actually experienced depression but it's like you're wearing those sunglasses those blacked out sunglasses and you really just can't see past the limits of your of of your deepest fears and and worst beliefs you can't see outside of that and it sounds so crazy to someone who has not experienced that depth of emotional low but those like worst fears limiting even limiting beliefs or worst case scenarios that you have imagined in your head they do feel like absolute truth to you and as much as people tell you that's that's not how that's that's not how life is it is real to you so always when I see people like just talk to someone or things aren't that bad I always remember when I was severely depressed and people were saying all those things to me but I I couldn't hear it even though I could hear it so reminding yourself and leaning into what gives you strength is so important and it's important that you you know what gives you strength before you're so deep in a situation that you can't see outside of what's right in front of you and leaning into what gives you strength is not necessarily always immediately going to make your situation better but is going to allow for the bit by bit and sometimes you don't need everything to change overnight sometimes all you need is that little bit of hope that little bit of difference that things that things can change and that things will change and sometimes just doing a little really is enough finally on reconnecting with your inner strength it's important to communicate with yourself and i think when you have a lot of heavy and deep emotions, one of the best ways that you can do this is by writing a letter to yourself. And this can be deeply emotional and personal and relieving. And I remember I I had a coach once and we did this process. And this is something that I do with my clients, but something that I liked that she had mentioned is 
burning the letter after the words as well so you write all these heavy feelings and thoughts and things you're scared of things you're worried about you don't have to obviously read it once but you don't have to hold on to that letter and remind yourself of all those heavy feelings you can actually release that and I had a little bonfire on my balcony set this letter on fire and there's something very symbolic about seeing it just disintegrate and turn to ashes and knowing that just as everything that you've written in the paper can dissolve so can the things that are holding you back from accessing the depths of your inner strength we all go through challenging times and struggles and even in the moments where you feel like you're completely and utterly truly alone it really is never actually the case there is always someone i am always here to support you with my podcast episodes whether that be in my coaching containers you have your friends maybe some family members there is always someone who who cares about you being the fullest expression of yourself and standing tall in your power and if you don't have anyone in your real life just know that virtually i am always 1010 percent rooting for you Thanks for tuning in today. I am so glad to have you here. And if you love what you've heard, remember to subscribe and leave a review because it helps even more people find and enjoy the podcast. And I just appreciate it so much. One last thing before you go, what was your biggest takeaway today? Screenshot the episode and share on Instagram at afiasalter underscore to let me know. Okay, can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, gorgeous. 